Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This week's podcast is brought to you by Kirsty and Ray Coach. Kirsty has the ability to see the greatness within us and also the tools to allow us to be our best selves, so works directly with driven and motivated individuals to help you live your best life. Whether that's creating a mindset for success, letting go of fears and anxieties, changing unhelpful behaviours or letting go of past thoughts that are holding you back, Kirsty will be able to coach you to create your dream reality and feel great. Using a combination of traditional life coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis and cognitive reprogramming, your coaching will help you to be the best version of yourself. If you're ready to level up your life, your business and your career and let go of everything that's been holding you back, then contact Kirsty today for a complimentary chat and see how you can be more, do more and have more. For more information, visit www.kirstyannray.com or search at Kirsty Coach on Instagram and Facebook. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. In this week's podcast I thought I'd try something a little different and rather than hearing from one guest I catch up with four amazing guests and I'm really really excited for you to hear this podcast. So you will hear a conversation with reality TV star author, presenter, entrepreneur and mama Josie Gibson, Dancing on Ice star and stroke survivor Alex Murphy, TV presenter, commercial model and travel influencer Hayley Sparks and head of business development for Fake Bake connector and influencer Victoria Halliday. Find out about each of the girls' stories with a load of laughs and inspiration along the way. Have a listen. So hello guys. Hi. 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 <laughs> this is like the biggest podcast ever. <laughs> so welcome all to the GGC podcast. Thank you for being on it. Thank you for having me. I know as well. So this is going to be an in conversation with Victoria Halliday, Hayley Sparks, Josie Gibson and Alex Murphy. What a juicy chat we're going to have. So I think we should just kind of work our way around the group and find out a wee bit more about you and then we can have a wee chat at the end. The lovely Alex is going to need to rush off for a train, so we might hear that. Not at all. Well, let's start with you then. Alex, tell us your story. Oh gosh, which one? <laughs> um, so, my name's Alex Murphy. I am from Boston originally. I'm from, well, not really Boston, Woburn, actually. Um, I am a professional ice skater. Wow. I, so, yeah, I work for, I'm on Dancing on Ice now, which is really exciting and I'm very grateful for that. And I'm a stroke survivor, okay. which is another thing. And it's kind of it. It's kind of it's it. It's bloody it. yeah. <laughs> So How long have you been on Dancing on Ice? So this is my second season. Yeah, I already did two seasons, okay. and I'm shh, but I'm going into my third, <laughs> which is very exciting. Exclusive. Um, yep, and I'm very, very happy to be on the cast. It's, it, this is technically my third. I'll be going into my fourth season because I did the Dutch version okay. of Dancing on Ice, and we won that one, so that was really exciting. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So who have been your dance partners in the UK then? So in the UK, I had Kem Setané from Love Island. He had won Love Island a couple years ago. Nice. And then I had Brian McFadden from Westlife. Wow, that's quite a contrast between the <laughs> two guys, isn't it? One was eight years younger and one was eight years older, so <laughs> <laughs> right smack in the middle. Amazing. Yeah. And who was your favourite, you like to say? Oh God, I'm not allowed to say oh. that. Although I have to say, the Dutch one that won it with me, I wasn't, I loved him because he wants so. okay, yes, okay. no I love them both they're very two very different people but also two very different experiences but I love them both I'll just keep it that way nice <laughs> nice okay any memorable moments with either of them oh gosh um <laughs> with Kim I can definitely say so we created our own little tricks me and Kim because okay. Kim and I our height was so close so I created the flat out Kim we called it um where I kind of lifted him and then we did human somersaults. <laughs> yeah, we did in the in the semifinal. We did um, human somersaults where I called it the human tumbleweed, where we just 
rolls on top of each other, but it was hilarious. And it got on Gogglebox. I knew nothing about Gogglebox until somebody said to me, oh my God, Alex, did you see that you were on TV, but not for the right reasons? (laughs) (laughs) What were they saying about it? Oh my God. They said, I dropped into the splits at one point and some woman said, oh, she must have chapped lips or something horrendous. (laughs) It was horrendous. Yeah. And then the older women saw it said, isn't that terrible? (laughs) I know. And then one of the older women, she smirked. It's good. It's great. One of the older women said on it, did she choreograph that on purpose so that she could be like that with him? Like when we did the summer I was like, ew, no, he's like my brother. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kim, I think I'll never forget Kim. And I don't think Dancing on Ice will ever forget Kim because of those two. Okay. Um, and, oh, God, bless Brian. But with him, when he dropped me 18 times in the show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we fell so many times. Bless him. That must have been agony. Yeah, he was just so nervous all the time. He actually, he got hypnotized. We went to a hypnotherapist. Mm. And he was so nervous and so anxious and the poor guy, he just, like, you'd think he said he used to perform in front of hundreds of thousands of people, but something about having a, a skate with a girl and, you know, having to hold her hand and, you know, we hold them up. Yeah. So it was a little bit nerve-wracking for him, but I do think he really enjoyed it as well. But we, you know, I don't think Dancing on Ice will ever forget him either because we fell so many times. <laughs> Not necessarily for the right reasons, but, no, they were both so much fun, and I have to say that, like, I was so lucky to get them, and I think... When I look back at the seasons of Dancing Eyes, I had to have had them. There's no other match for me okay. other than both of them. So oh, that's nice the to producers see. did a really good job matching me up. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And what about all these? Like, so like you get so close with your partner. Oh yeah. And like there must like obviously there's like this natural chemistry that you see, or yeah. you should kind of see. Well, there you? is, and and part of my job is to make it look like we love each other. Yeah. Even if you want to kill each other. Okay. And I have to say that like I've been lucky with my partners that. I think I get along really well with everybody. So okay. naturally, the honeymoon period ends really quickly. That whole like, oh, you're so nice. And, and I love them so much. It ends really fast. But I actually end up developing real relationships with them, really close bonds. Oh, and I so I can tell them, you know, you're being a dick. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and they can turn around and say to me, I don't want to do that. You know, yes. it's a blessing and a curse. But I always think that both seasons, at least, or all three seasons of My Dancing on Ice, everyone... Everyone on the cast has always been envious of my partnerships with my, oh, that's so with good. my fellas. So yeah. And what about is there ever been any sneaky relationships with oh, there's other? So many. Not mine, but there's so many. You know, people. I think it's a natural. You naturally, when you're having to touch and hold someone, you feel yeah, that connection. However, you know, I I firmly believe you have to keep it strictly professional. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you lose focus. Yes. So if you start dating someone that you're skating with, and yeah. I don't date my skating partners, you really lose focus on okay. on the end goal. Yeah. And I'm such a psycho competitor that I'm like, win, win, win. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't game. even really realize. Oh. They're actually good looking until the show's over. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, really, oh, that was a good time. Oh, I really enjoyed skating with them because you're so focused and there's you eat, sleep, and breathe dancing on ice and okay. everything is like circling around that. There's no other outside factors, but at least that's my experience with it. And have you got a crazy health regime when you're on the show? Oh God, when when I'm on the show, just it you know what? It really depends on my partner. Okay. So Kem didn't drink at all. So right. him and I would get up in the morning, we'd go skate, and when we were in the hotel training, we'd go home, we'd both have dinner, like, separately, and then go to bed and get up and go the next day. Okay. Brian drank all the time, so I spent 90% of my days sitting with Brian <laughs> at the bar. And I was like, oh, sure, we'll have a drink. So I think when the show's on, you work out so much, and you're so active that it doesn't matter what, how you take care okay, of yourself. I think I always eat healthy anyways, but... I definitely have to say my alcohol intake was a little bit higher with Brian. Big fan of New Murphy. I was like, oh, shoot. How long have you skated for? Oh, my mom put me on the ice when I was one in ten months. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I was in diapers. <laughs> yeah, I was in diapers, and I was walking in skates, and yeah, she... She just, it was daycare too, so she's a coach, so I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, come to work with me. <laughs> That's why you've got such a natural confidence on ice. I think I skate better than I walk. Like, I've, I've <laughs> accidentally hurt myself more times outside of skating than on skating, I've gone. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you mentioned you're a stroke survivor. Yeah. Can you tell us a wee bit about that? 
So I was 24, and I had a stroke while I was on cruise ships. I was skating. I had it in my skates, which is insane. Oh, my God. Um, and I had a patent form and ovale, so I had a hole in my heart. It's just a birth defect, and both my mom and my dad had one. Well, they have. They found out that they had one after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had heart surgery to fix it, and it was either have heart surgery or quit skating because mm-hmm. it's such a blood thing that they yeah. said, you know, you'd be on blood thinners for the rest of your life. So I had the surgery. Um, and then a year and a half after, my dad had been misdiagnosed, and they said, oh, no, he doesn't have the whole go on, live your life, you're fine. My mom, they said, you have a hole in your heart, you need to live a heart-healthy diet, make sure you take care of yourself, don't gain any weight as you get older, mm-hmm. um, keep walking. And then a year and a half after, my dad had a stroke. Mm-hmm. So oddly enough, they just misdiagnosed him. He had the heart surgery, and he's fine today, too. So You actually had your stroke on an ice ring. Mm-hmm. I had my stroke. This is so embarrassing, but I had a public stroke in front of all of the skaters like about maybe 15 20 people in my own door <laughs> naked <laughs> so i had a stroke wow. with a g-string fishnets my skates on and a sports um, like a bra Aww. so it was so embarrassing because you get changed backstage so the yeah. show finishes i took my skates off. i went to take my skates off um i couldn't really move my right hand and then i went to take my car i took my costume off and i went to hang my costume on the rack so i had like no clothes on and i was putting the costume on the rack and i couldn't get my arm up Mm-hmm. To like hang it, so I was like, "That's fucking weird." Mm-hmm. This was Disney on Ice. No, this was Royal Caribbean. So I was backstage on Royal Caribbean, and the backstage is oh, ten skaters, yeah, oh, all like in this tiny, tiny confine. Mm-hmm. So I went to the toilet, and the toilet is like this small little one-person bathroom, and nobody really. Everyone was talking, and the show's over, and they're chattering, and and someone like screamed my name. And they're like, "Allie, Allie!" And I just wasn't answering. And then they heard me because I remember banging my hand off of the um, porcelain sink. Just couldn't feel anything. Mm. And I looked at myself in the mirror, and I didn't see myself droop, but I didn't had no idea who I was. So I looked at myself, and I was like, "Who is that?" Like, oh. not a clue. And somebody op- actually opened the, the bathroom mirror. I hadn't gone to the bathroom. I was just standing there in my underwear with my skates on. And I looked at my um, a friend of mine, Jonathan, and I took one look at him, and I just kind of like like collapsed, and I had. Was having a stroke. You were at sea. Yeah, I'd see in the middle of the ocean at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, you had a helicopter, did you? No, so there's a medical facility on the ship, and what they did was um, the security team. They didn't call an alpha, so you can call an alpha, and that means medical emergency, and everybody panics. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know what to do, so they basically brought in the security team, covered me with a blanket, sat me in a wheelchair, and wheeled me down to. Um, they cut me out, or they untied my skates, took me on my skates. Um, and they took me down to the medical ward. So that's underneath the ship. So there's like this I-95 and they like rushed me into the hospital ward and it closed off. And I had never even seen this part of the hospital. Like it's these really nice rooms actually. Mm-hmm. And they laid me down and then my blood pressure like went through the roof because I was just panicking. Mm-hmm. Basically was having almost a panic attack after it. Mm-hmm. And when they laid me down, I said a few words because the blood clot stopped. So sitting like this the blood clot was like going to my brain I wasn't speaking or saying anything and I was full drooping paralyzed and then I laid down and I could say I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay mm-hmm. and the choreographer of the show just happened to be in town to watch the show and do a changeover with the other cast so not only was there 10 skaters from my cast on there was 10 new skaters and it was the first show they had seen and it was so embarrassing and <laughs> and then I got into the medical ward and they the choreographer like put his hands over my face and, and covered my eyes and he said you've got to calm down Allie knock it off you've got to calm down and so with him he started deep breathing with me and they hooked me up to a couple IVs and I, I like almost slowed my own heart rate down by myself and so I said I'm okay everything's okay I'm okay and then I sat back up again she had me sit back up and she said okay raise your arm for me and I thought I was and I was thinking I was going like this and I was looking at nothing was happening so anytime I tried so I, I, I kind of I didn't have two strokes, but I had the continuation of my stroke. Then I didn't speak ever again for like eight hours. And I, um, they gave I me I couldn't imagine that was very... I know. <laughs> you know all the talk now. Everyone was like, well, thank God. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I know. So they gave me a shot of value. It's so like, bad. I love her. I know. <laughs> you know how bad that is? I think that's why I talk so much and so fast now. So I'm like, I have so much to say. <laughs> yeah. So they gave me a shot of value to calm me down. Because at that point, I just started like... Like sobbing because mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything. I was just crying. So they, they gave me a shot of Valium. They laid me down. Valium knocked me out for two hours. And then I sat up again and they said, you know, what's your name? Where are you? Like, how are you? Do you know what happened? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I started crying again. So they gave me another shot of Valium. And that kind of knocked me out in and out again for a couple hours. And then all of a sudden I like kind of came to and I, she had come to me and said, what's your name? Like, can you write your name? No. 
Um, it's like, do you know these letters? Nothing, nothing at all. It was so bad on a piece of paper. And then I sat up and I said, there was a toilet and it said, restroom, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And she had left. And all of a sudden I just had been wa- looking at it over and over and over again and wanting to say it. And I just was like, restroom, wash your hands, restroom, restroom, wash your hands. And the woman was like, okay, okay. And came running in and I was like, uh, restroom. That's all I could say. And I just Aww. like, yeah. Holy and she's shit. like, okay, what's your name? And I was like, uh, I don't know, no. I knew my name had an A. And I knew it had a line in the middle and an A at the end. So Alexand with a D, R-A. Mm-hmm. So I knew, and I didn't know my mom's name. I knew her name was Mom. I didn't know anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mom, Dad, John, nothing. It must have been so awful. Yeah. so scary. But then it all came back. Back, they, you know, my best friend on the ship at the time, she came in and, and she actually was so bad. She had to, like, bathe me. She mm-hmm. had to put me in the bathtub and shower me and bathe me and just to get me out of it, like, to feel okay. And then they said, all right, look, you're going to sleep tonight. We, we don't know what's wrong with you. We're going to send you to, uh, we're, we were in the Canary Islands, and we were just about to do a nine-day crossing to Florida. Oh. So it was almost a perfect storm. Like, it was everything went wrong, but everything went right. Yeah. So it was a perfect timing. The next morning, I, they dispatched me off the ship at, like, 6 in the morning. I had a 7 o'clock MRI scan, um, everything, and the doctor came in in, like, Spanish and with me and my friend and was like, uh, good news, it's not MS, and we don't think you have a brain tumor. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. You were like, mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? I had a panic attack. Yeah. I was, uh-huh. And at this point, I'm going, no, you're out of your mind. I had a migraine, maybe. And they, they called my parents, and it was like four in the morning for them. It was oh, so bad. Because I made them not call until I could speak. Yeah. And and they finally did. And, and then it turns out that it was, they were like, you need to stay here. So I had two years of shit on a ship. And like all of it was like luggage and everything. And they ended up taking Yeah, but basically, so like they had, um, I was saying, yeah, they had um, all my stuff on ship, and then they turned around and they said, here's a taxi, get them a taxi on the ship. It was really bad. Rope were being handled it the best they could, but also made so many mistakes with it. Yeah. Oh, no. So I, they, I almost didn't get hired back for Rope Caribbean, and then I had to say, make sure you guys remember what happened, because I just want my job back. We don't want to sue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to sue you, but you better give me my job back. Uh, it's like, for you, though. Yeah. It's for you. It, you know, the skating company, once once everything was cleared up, once I had heart surgery, you know, they took me. I was in Tenerife. I was there for nine days. They wouldn't let my mom come out. They wouldn't let my dad come out. They they My mom ended up meeting me in Miami, because at this point I was talking again. Yeah. Not well, but talking. I was watching uh, Bridesmaids on my laptop because that's all I had on it. Yep. And it was really funny because so I can recite that movie like you would not believe because uh, that's all I had and it was repetition. It's it's and it was like teaching me English again. So, Josie, over to you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Love that laugh. <laughs> it's a <pure> rascal laugh. <laughs> so, tell us your story, Josie, because you've got a brilliant story to tell. Am I? You do. Um, so I'm Josie Gibson. I'm from Bristol. Obviously, if you know the Bristol accent, you'll know I'm from Bristol because <laughs> the accent is terrible. No, I love your accent. Well, some parts of the country, they do really dig it. Oh. When I'm in Essex, I like really clear up. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you know, when it all runs out, I'm thinking about opening up a Bristolian sex line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Josie, I bet you that would get tapped into a lot. Well, people get, like, they get quite a horn on when they listen to my accent. So Strong promotion in Essex. Yeah. But I thought, and then if I incorporate food into my sex line, then I thought it was going to be really good. Well, they've heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Just dip your pepperoni in my chutney. <laughs> I'm so yeah. yeah, no. What's the number? <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I um I won Big Brother back in 2011. Before okay. that, I sold foreign currency to companies. We did actually have quite a good job, even though everybody thinks that I was like this dumb blonde idiot that Not just won Big Brother. I, everyone thought I was really thick when I left Big Brother. You're so intelligent. I know you're oh, so intelligent. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say I was really intelligent, but you know, not you're savvy. savvy. You're very you savvy. savvy. Uh, uh, well, you've got to be, aren't you? When you're on your own, you've got to be savvy. You can't yeah. be anything but. But um, yeah, so you won Big Brother, then just had really good luck, basically. Just, it's just been brilliant. I did a. Um, 
Oh God, I've done so much. I just didn't know where to start. Like I did um, a reality TV show. There's something yeah. about Josie. Then I did one with my partner. Then I at the time. Then I did. Um, I've just done loads of reality TV shows. TV presenting. Uh, wrote books. Fitness DVDs. Um, like the list is genuinely yeah, endless it's, away. Yeah, it's, you don't realise how much you've done until yeah. somebody asks you, and then you're like, oh my God, I've done a lot. But if somebody asks me, I go, oh, no, I, no, I haven't been busy. I know, but you have been so, so busy. Yeah, it's been it's slowed down a bit now because I've had a baby, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. It's, yeah. I've enjoyed it. Right, so let's go back to Big Brother then. Yeah. When did you, how, how did you think that you were going to apply for it? Why did you go for it? What was your kind of thinking? Well, I, I, it, it's never been, I know it sounds terrible to say it, it's never been like a dream of mine. Okay. And then my friend was going for the audition, so I thought, oh, she, she, basically, I wanted her to go, uh, it's a bit of a, a wrong story really because I wanted her to come to the pub with me because the we hate football but I thought I'll go to the pub because there'll be some fitties in there because the football's on <laughs> so I strategic. said yeah very strategic <laughs> you've got to be like that when you're looking for a man these days and I don't like meeting people online so I thought let's go to the pub there'll be loads of fitties the football's on and she wanted to apply for Big Brother so our thing was you come to the pub with me and I'll apply for Big Brother with you so can you imagine how terrible I felt when they stabbed my hand and not hers oh no I oh, know sorry about that Carla. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the interview process? Oh, it just like a really fun day out. Like, but the thing is, when I was going through like the interview process, in the back of my mind, I went like, oh, this is going like I'm here as a possibility TV. to go on a TV show. It was a fun day out for me. And do you know what I mean? And then it was just like a nice experience because they pretended to be Big Brother behind the camera, and I was I didn't really know what was going on. I, I'll be honest, I was quite naive to it all, and then. Um, then they kept ringing me and ringing me and I thought my god I think I'm in with a chance here yeah. and then they said right okay we're going to call you 80 p- I can't remember how many it was I'm making this number up but a load of people are okay. coming up and we're going to call you out of the audience so I just got back from holiday I packed all my dirty holiday clothes into a bag and I was a smoker at the time five cigarettes <laughs> so then I went up to I said to my auntie oh I'll be back on Monday I'm going to meet Davina McCall I said and then I got to stand up I got there calling a load of people to go on Big Brother but I I wrote a bucket list I always do bucket list my bucket list is um, to be on a TV show okay so when I was I was just tapping my bucket list off yeah didn't think for one minute that I would get called to actually go in and spend like nearly three months on it so did you get called in there and then? Like you went into the audience and then no. was that straight into the house? No. We all they kept us in lockdown. So we, uh, like I think uh, there was loads of us in lockdown, loads. And then um, I was stood stood up with everybody, and um, yeah, they called my name to go in Big Brother, and I just thought, <laughs> I just thought, shit, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> and I remember like I went, ah, and I remember going up to Davina, and I went, Davina's here, and I went. What have I done, Davina? What have I done? And then I thought, oh, bugger it. And then I went in, done all the running man, and then I had a really good time. Amazing. Yeah, because I've always lived in a house full of a lot of people. Because um, I grew up with my auntie, we've got loads of cousins, and my mum's been back and forth from the house. So we've always lived in a house with 16 people. Okay. So a lot of people say Big Brother is the most pressurising environment in the world. Well, I find it a breeze. It was lovely. Oh, that's yeah. so good. We didn't even have to go to the shop. All you had to do was a stupid task, and they'd like go to the shops for you. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> like heaven, heaven. Yeah. And then when they don't like complete the task, they give you chickpeas. I love chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> it was men. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, what was your favourite thing about being on the show then? Because you met all sorts of interesting characters. My favorite, well, I, you know, I don't want to give him any credit, but at the time in the show, I thought I was in love. Okay. So I was, um, yeah, that like blew me away in there. Because it was a real romance, because I remember yeah. watching it. But when it was back at the beginning, remember, and you always watch Big Brother. Yeah, really. And watching the romance. I got out and my, my, my mate went to me, Joe's. It was like some out of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get on. Because like, you don't realise that, because you're in it. You don't, yeah, you yeah, know, you don't know people from are outside. watching. Yeah. yeah, you can't see it from the outside. But, you know, for me, like, um, obviously it was nothing like that when we got out. But for me, it was um, it was lovely. Yeah, And because there. I was like the big girl, and I went like, you know, I wasn't put in there to be a hottie or anything. So it was quite a, um, it was quite nice when the boys fancied me. Amazing. Just goes to yeah. show, doesn't it? Oh my god, of course. Yeah. 
you, you, you're bloody you beautiful. Laugh them into bed, and you're right. <laughs> well, what did what did Andrea say yesterday? Fanny gets fanny. Yes. Yeah, fanny gets fanny. Yeah. <laughs> but not in your case. Fanny also gets pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Okay. So, what was your so the public film up with you? Yeah, I got seventy-seven percent of the vote. So is that like that must be surely one of the biggest or the biggest of all time? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's oh, massive. Man. It's crazy, isn't it? It's massive. But I swear it's because I used to work in call centres and I reckon they were all ringing up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pleasure. In fact, I knew they did because no. they told me. I also <laughs> just think it's because the public loved you. <laughs> no, I worked in this, uh, when I used to sell foreign currency, apparently my old boss made him um, ring up like six times, you think, all those people and that. Well, I suppose it was a... But think about then, how much... Up every, I know, but how much votes, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? That's... So that's as you came out and then you lost a lot of weight, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So how did you, did did, it, did you go on something or did it just... Yeah, so um, I come out and I was um, like offering a fitness DVD every week and I just couldn't lose the weight. And then I thought I can't do it unless I educate myself. So I went on a personal training course and a nutritionist course. So I became an advanced nutritional advisor, personal trainer. I mean, you wouldn't think at the moment I've gone the other way again but so I became a personal trainer so I trained to be a personal trainer and I um I lost like seven stone and I did um uh, seven stone's a person though yeah a small person but still a person Mm. I've always struggled my weight and I um had a num- and I trained um, every day. I did high intensity interval training. Okay. Um, and um, the, me and an, an amazing guy, James Stark, put a, a fitness DVD together called 30 Seconds Slim. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a bestseller. So I was very, very lucky. Amazing. And I did the paleo diet as well. So I did a, I just cut out all the rubbish and yeah, that all natural, everything completely natural. But then I've gone the other way again now. I've had a baby and gone the other way again. So I've I got know, to get back to it. You've had the baby. So let's talk about. Lovely Reggie. Oh, yeah, he's mint. Yeah, he's really nice he's baby. Mint. Yeah, yeah, he's all right. I think I'll keep him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how does life differ now as a mum? Slows down. Completely slows down. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, you, it's a bit of a shock to the system at first. Yeah. Yeah, you think... I remember... I, I mean, he's the best thing that's ever happened, but... I remember my partner coming home and I had this baby hanging off my boob. He'd been on my boob for like seven hours and I just looked at him and I went there's no way out of this is there oh no <laughs> there's just no way out oh. I can't run like in bad situations I get on a flight and I go but, <laughs> there's no running away but no. he just he gets better every day he's mint he's mint yeah oh, thank you he's yeah, the he's thing, isn't he so. and he got such a lovely personality he's just so uh, yeah he's happy so yeah yeah he's, he's, he's good as gold and like you know when I'm you, you get down days don't you and he just looks at me like mum like stop being an idiot or mum it's gonna be all right like you like names me it's really yeah. yeah oh so you yeah. do so you love it you've taken to it yeah yeah we we we're really um close I know everyone's close to their baby but we got the same we got rare blood types me and Reg and we're exactly the same blood type okay yeah I know it's a bit off the subject a bit off the wall but we are exactly the same blood type so um, it's really weird. If I have a baby, it's not my blood type. My body automatically gets rid of it. But he's exactly my blood type. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know that and it's, it's only like 0. something percent of the population has, has got it. Yeah, AB rhesus negative. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I know it's a bit off the wall talking about blood types, but I got right into it. Yeah, and that's because you do so much research and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's yeah, he's just <coughs> lovely, lovely. But you actually lost so much weight after your pregnancy, Josie. Like, yeah. So like, I know like you really did. How did you do that? Because well, I just couldn't trust myself um, anymore. I've got. I want to go back onto it actually because it was so good. Okay. So um, I got contacted. I got contacted by a few diets, but this one was I really loved because the food was um, good quality. Okay. They delivered it to you. It went all microwave stuff. Yeah. So the it's part of the Muscle Foods Group, and they're called the Do the Unthinkable. Okay. So um, they delivered my meals and then they give you a training plan. So I had a proper, I need to stick to a plan. Okay. And I, you know, I did it for um, 12 weeks, two and a half stone. It was the best thing ever. I want to go back on it just to get rid of this 
a bit more, but it's just, it, I needed it at the time. When you've got a baby, it's yeah. hard to get to the shops. Yeah. Hard to do anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just what I needed at the time. And if anybody still wants to use the plan, if you just use um, Josie 10, you'll still be able to get £10 oh, off. Oh, nice. As a little present for you Glasgow girls. Well, that's really good. Well, we'll post that link underneath this podcast then. Oh, wicked. All right. Nice. Yeah. So how do you balance what you do as being a mum? How do you balance life in the entertainment industry with being a mum? I haven't found the balance yet. Okay. i got to be honest. I've come up here, spent time with the you got Glasgow girls. Yeah. I spent time with Vicky Halliday and, and Hayley Sparks. And it's been brilliant, but it doesn't happen very often. This yeah. is like the first, this is the longest I've spent away from Reg. I've not found the balance yet. He's eight months old. Aww. Maybe that comes later. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, I mean, he's still so, so fresh out the rapper, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes a little while to find. I think when they, maybe when they go um, to school or nursery, you you get your bit of your life back, do you? Hope so. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, as far as my cousin says, I would say, yeah, yeah. You get a wee bit, you get a wee bit more time. Yeah, but it's um, yeah, it's it's hard to find it. But then, you know, it doesn't happen very often, and you just got to enjoy it while it's there. Oh, of okay. course, I know. It goes so fast. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, what would you say would be your career highlights, Josie? Career highlights. Oh, that is very good question. Hello. <laughs> Um, I think career highlights would be um, I, I do like going on Loose Women I love going on Loose Women you're, on, you're regularly on Loose Women I, I've been on it quite a few times I, I like the girls on there they're really really they nice they clearly love you as well um, I, I, it wasn't a highlight but I was just so thankful to be picked for the show but it, it was no highlight I went on the jump but I never jumped and, but, I know but to be fair to you see that jump that is horrific I think see when I was watching it I was like oh my god no I didn't realise I, I was like yeah when I signed up for it they said they made it look a lot bigger on TV mm-hmm. when I so I was not expecting a big jump okay when I got there and pulled up it was like a block of flats I was like oh no oh no I'm never going to be able to do that I didn't even like walking down the stairs I realised oh no and then um, so I signed I thought I'd be fine I feel like I really let myself down on that show no I did, actually, I did, but it was just so nice to be picked for the show, and the experience was amazing. And to be fair to you, you were true to yourself. Like, why push yourself to the point, like you just can't? Well, do you, if you really want to know what happened, you know, you. This is what when we went to the jump training, we first went there, and it was so embarrassing. So I was from Lewis, from the, the you know the Olympian. Okay. He does all the um, yeah. What's his surname? Lewis um, Smith. Is it Smith? Yeah, yeah. He's so cute. He's so he's so lovely. He's so cute, and I'm glad it happened with him actually. But he's so fit as well. Mm. So imagine I've gone jump training. Me and him. Now, when you come off the jump, you go down this really steep slope. We had to practice just coming down a slope. I've never been skiing before, oh, so no. they whacked these skis on me like Eddie the Eagle. I stood at the top of the slope and thought I'm just going to go for it. As I went, oh my god, my stomach went into my throat, and I went all I edited, fainted, and pissed myself <laughs> in front of Lewis. Do you know what they did? Do you know what they did? They stuck a bloody camera in my face. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just, and I just was thinking, I hope they can't see that I pissed myself in my jumpsuit. <laughs> 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 but luckily enough, it was quite a thick material, and it, it's like a wetsuit. It's like a wetsuit, so you can't couldn't actually see that I wet myself. But I admitted it on camera oh. that we did. Oh. And Lewis was so lovely about that it. Don't give you a myself on the jump a right career highlight yeah. I love you know this did you yeah. and um, and the, my fitness DVD they, they, uh, done very very well so uh, yeah. and I've done a very um, a really good self help book but if you read it it's a really good read it's a really good read oh but well, can yeah. we post the link to it underneath yeah yeah yeah, any, yeah anything that you've got let's post underneath so yeah. any, any listeners can it's got um, very good um, reviews on. Is it just a really good? You, you'll look, I know it sounds quite big-headed, but it's brilliant. Okay, brilliant. And if you guys get any questions for Joyce, I'll, I'll for any conversation. Next? Hmm. What's next? Mm-hmm. 
Um, what's next? Or you, we're just you say of going, what's next? Well, what I would really like to do is me and my stepsister, we start writing comedy together. So, you know, I've always been a storyteller. I might have a little exaggeration. I I did actually piss myself on the jump. I wouldn't exaggerate. I know, I know. I don't think you would. I'm always storytelling. Yeah. Well, at school. So we're going to write a bit of comedy and see how that goes. I mean, I might be crap. I'm not very quick. So it might, you know, you've got to be quite quick to be a comedian. Brilliant. So we're going to do a bit of stand. And, uh, and then I'm quite I'm tall and I'm curvy, mm-hmm. so I would like to do like um like a tall and curvy try on because I'm sick of ordering things online it never fits. Right, okay, that would be I think that would be so helpful for people who are so tall annoying. and curvy, yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm nearly five foot eleven, so I'm and people are always shocked at and curvy as well. It's so hard to find clues. And do you know yeah. what I love about you? You you're honest about what you your weight is, what size mm. you are, everything online, whether you're going up or down. Like, and I love that. And I think, yeah, it's you know, so I can't too much weight, but I can relate to it. I'm like, oh, that might look good if you're saying it's a certain size. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks, Vic. I'll always be honest if it's got a bit of stretch. Oh, well, that's so exciting. Okay, so that's good, good dreams. Well, I'm sure you will achieve. Oh, and I want to build an eco house. Oh, how amazing! Yeah, so I, I want that's what like you know, you've got we've been setting goals all this weekend, yes, haven't we? Yes, with Kirsty Ray. Thank you very yeah, much. Oh, nice one. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so with that, I, I know now where I'm going, and that is my that's my goals. Oh, yeah, and to amazing. be really fit, healthy, and happy, obviously. Well, we shall be following your journey and watching you your successes. Well, I should think so because we work together. Well, we do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, very good point, Josie. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Okay, ladies, who's up next for our chat? Okay, Hayley. How do I follow that? <laughs> Come on, you, tell us your story. I've got a quick well, sorry, though. No, sorry. go for it. Well, how can I follow Josie Gibson? Rain. Come on, she's a one-off. Um, As are you. Well... So, what's my story? I did my start. So, I work as a TV presenter now, and I work mainly in um, travel, lifestyle, fashion. Wow. Um, do a little bit of the odd little bit of commercial modeling and influencer type brand ambassador stuff. Um, but I started my um, career in fashion and learned, um, did my degree in fashion and learned makeup. And then I wanted to, always wanted to work in TV, but thought if I had an area of expertise that might help me break into yep. the industry. And I had a really lucky break um, getting a job on this morning doing some beauty presenting, which really was just that's a massive. Though. I mean, that's huge, and you're brilliant. Uh, well, it's a bit of a disaster a lot of the time, to be honest, because it was all live and I couldn't see what I was doing. <laughs> Angles that they put me so in. Stressful. Um, really stressful, but obviously amazing experience, and I met so many great people and celebrities and interesting guests, and obviously working with people like Ruth and Eamon and Holly yes. Hill and. And Willis and all you know, all the people that I respect and admire, so yes. it's like a dream come true. And are they all as nice as they are on TV? Because see, when you watch it, you just love them, don't you? You do. I have to say, my absolute favourite um, is Eamon Holmes. Oh, really? He is, is he lovely? the nicest man you could ever meet. He's so oh. support supportive. He's so lovely. Him and Ruth, they're so genuine. They're okay. so down to earth. They're so funny. They're oh. just and they're such good good broadcasters. And I yeah. really admire their work and their careers so to know them and to spend, be on screen with them it's like a dream country really. oh wow yeah. okay so you're you're I mean you do so much as you mentioned so beauty presenting and this morning ITV and then what did you what was your next step um well the just sort of the work kind of grew from there so I did a lot of stuff on QVC and I started doing which is very high pressure as well because we know that from Craig don't we yeah so doing all the live stuff on QVC and I didn't really want to do it to be honest in the beginning because I didn't know much about TV shopping and I was probably a little bit snobby about it and thought oh no I don't want to do TV shopping but when I looked into it it's absolutely massive QVC in terms of business global success they make multi-millions yes. across the world it's incredible so it's actually really lovely and they have loads of celebrities on there yeah. and 
you know, loads of fantastic brands, great products, great, you know, amazing deals. So actually, I really thoroughly loved doing like the QVC. And then I've done all the sorts of shopping channels. Um, and then I got a job on a property channel because I've got a little bit of a background um, in my family with property development. Okay. So I worked for um, a Sky TV channel doing a, a property show. So I used to go around the UK and film in different properties of all different cool valleys that? that were all up for sale. So all like luxury, but they'd vary in size. So you'd, you'd have a million pound property in London that was like a two bedroom, tiny little place. And then you'd have um, like an eight bedroomed house up north that was on for half the price so it was interesting oh, to see interesting how to see that how see all that um yeah and then just a lot of presenting now is all online and and, and lives so i've presented you know blog awards i do a lot of the ideal home show i present there um every year 17 days in the spring and five or six days in the um in the winter so that's like a, lo- a lovely ongoing job yeah um done all sorts of bits and bits and bobs with other sort of celebrities bits of Katie Piper and yeah, um, yeah it's just growing but I've moved into travel because I got okay. a job for a Sky Travel Channel Brilliant. so I did a five part documentary series in Taiwan which I presented wow which was amazing experience really intense but um just loved every minute, minute of it and um and has that been out yet yes yeah, so that's already so we been can out watch, we can watch it somehow with google yeah. it online or something yeah to see and that. you can watch it online and um i then went out to belgium and did a documentary which um is about to come out in the next month or so brilliant and then i've just done a project um with one of my best friends laura hamilton we worked with jet two and we went to a beautiful place called izmir in turkey and we filmed a mini travel series for them and for their online so we're filming the voiceover for that on wednesday so that'll be out very soon and then yeah so growing the travel stuff's really good we've got some really exciting meetings with some massive brands about basically just you know because we're now a little mini production company so yeah. we have our cameraman we present but we script we we work it all out and we you know we travel you know our aim is to travel around the world yeah producing amazing content so, like little mini TV shows, but we also do the Instagram side. So, you know, all the like the Instagram content. So, like yep. content creation, basically. Because yes. we love the business side. And Laura and I are about to work with a fashion brand, which was great, bringing me back to my fashion route. Yes. Um, as um, as ambassadors and models, and again, content creators. So, taking their amazing ranges around the world being photographed in the locations where we're how working. good is that for a brand yeah I mean, like, that is useless because you will be going to exotic places in their clothes they don't have to do a shoot and he yeah. would look good in a bin bag oh jesus i know <laughs> yeah. we've just been in the selfie store so we know oh, that oh. <laughs> well um thank you so i just yeah so so i, I just absolutely um absolutely love it um, I love love well I love where everything's going. It seems like an exciting times taking oh, years and years and years. Oh, yeah. And uh I you know, I'm exhausted when I think of all the things I've done and I think sometimes people just see where you're you're at and they don't realise all the years where I've worked for free or I've done four hour commutes in an evening just to go to an event yeah. to try and, you know, meet someone or network yeah. and all the things that have failed and I've got so close to dream jobs on mainstream channels and then at the last minute you know you're not the right look or they, or they want a man instead of you know so I've missed out on some huge huge opportunities got really really close and sometimes you think oh am I never ever going to get there but um I feel I'm in a really sort of happy place now because uh, I get to do what I love and do stuff like this be able yeah. to have free time to come to Scotland spend time with you oh and the girls and you know we're doing some, a lot of charity stuff um some working with the pink Brimley foundation and i oh, support yeah. them but i wanted to organize my own event so in october i'm doing a celebrity fashion show fundraiser wow big, i know yourself <laughs> Laura, you're gonna come oh, that'll be amazing. Um, so yeah so doing some of the charity stuff is um, important to me because i do feel incredibly lucky in this industry that we get well looked after and I think it's so important to use the contacts and the friendships you've got to all come together. And, you know, as you know, you guys, I know you're involved in a lot of charity stuff as well. We all yeah. support each other, help each other. Yeah, and so we have the that. fun and then we hopefully we can raise some money for good causes as well. Amazing. You're such a positive person here. Yeah. Like, how do you keep that positivity? Because sometimes it's, sometimes it's bloody hard, isn't it? You're like, 
can't be arsed, but you always seem to just be so super positive. That's so nice. It's weird because, you know, you don't really think of yourself in those terms, but I have noticed lately quite a few different people bringing up my positivity. Yeah. Um, well, when, when I was younger, I was really poorly. I had like a, a sort of serious bowel condition. So the first part of my life was not fun okay um so I got diagnosed with that at seven and then all throughout school it's just awful because it's just like rushing to the toilet you're bleeding Aww. all the time it was on steroids so my face puffed out my growth was stunted I could barely eat anything you know I used to have nurses come around and have to have suppositories <laughs> at night and like horrific oh, so kind of stuff like it's awful so I didn't have really like a nice childhood or teenagers and being at school trying to cope with that was just horrific and then um long story but nearly died and then subsequently had like lots of uh, operations and I had to have a bag for a couple of years and I had to have that reverse so it's taken me you know such a long time to get to where I am now back yeah. to health living a completely normal life yeah um so that's why I'm so positive because I feel lucky to be here because oh. I think you know I I if it wasn't for obviously the NHS and all everyone that saved my life and got me through it mm-hmm. I, I would have gone a long time ago so I'm not going to waste time now because I feel like I've got all those years where I couldn't even walk to the shops or do tiny little things that people take for granted so yeah. I couldn't eat a piece of toast because I couldn't eat bread yeah and so when you then get that back everything's magn- everything in life is magnified right because you, you just know, appreciate like, it so much yeah more. it's like when you're if you've experienced sadness when you're happy the happiness is even... If yes. you were happy, consistently happy, you wouldn't... You can't feel the contrast. Yeah. But my life is complete contrast. So that's why I'm positive and everything excites me because I almost feel like every day is a miracle, if that makes sense. Oh, um, that's so lovely. No, don't. But no, and you know... My mum always said to me, which is so true, you know, there's always someone worse off than you, Hayley. Like, you just appreciate what you do have. And I think that was really good advice because sometimes you do, at the time when you're going through it, you feel sorry. For, you can feel sorry yeah. for yourself. And you can think, why me? Easy. Why can't yeah. I just be a normal child? Why can't I just have a normal life? But, you know, I always try and remember that and think, you know, people go through so much worse. And I feel, yeah. like, so lucky. You don't moan either. You don't moan. You're always you very don't. positive. You are not a moaner. Because you look in, you're so beautiful. You're doing this, traveling here, traveling there. People think you've got it all. But they don't realize, like, what everything you've been through to get there. Do you know what I mean? And how much graft you've also put in. Yeah. You are a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But, yeah, and that's why, like, now, um, what Alex was saying before with this talking about her stroke yeah. you know which is really brave of her to talk about and I rem- really vividly remember being in hospital before one of my big operations and um saying to myself if I ever achieve my dreams of doing obviously the job that I do now yeah. along those lines I always knew what I wanted to do I thought I will use that to talk about it because back then you know before the internet and everything I didn't I just didn't really have anyone that I could relate to, I could talk to. You just didn't, you weren't as connected to the world as you are yeah. now, so you felt quite lonely. Yeah. And also, I was quite young having the disease at that age. So now I do get people all the time email me saying, I've just watched your travel travel series um, in Taiwan and I'm about to have the surgery, the reversal surgery that you've had. And I just want you to know I was dreading it, but now I'm really yeah. looking forward to it because okay, I see how that. healthy you are. And, yeah. I know I'll get to that point and I've done some, you know, newspaper features and the press and stuff to talk about it and I did a radio interview last week. And, you know, I just hope, I just think, well, if I can do that for other people, because I had given up hope, complete hope. I had no life. I couldn't leave the house, couldn't go to school. My life was literally at the end and I had no hope left. And I think if I'd have had someone who, who I could have seen and been like, you know, there is this operations that I didn't even know about that existed. You, can, there is light at the end of the tunnel that would help yeah. me so much. So yeah. to be in a position to do that, even on a really small scale, is um, a really nice. It, it makes massive. it makes me happy. Yeah, it makes yeah, me happy. Do you think that's why you get so much like respect for your body? Like you really, really well. Mm. You exercise yeah. really, really well. 
Yeah, because I think my poor little body's been, you know, half of it's in the bin somewhere, you know. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, what well, well, it is. Oh. I think, oh, I've only got, obviously, only got half my intestines. The others, like I said, the others are literally in the bin. So I have to look after the bits. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, poor little thing, it's been through so much, you know, so yeah. much surgery and there was a lot of complications and, you know, it went on for years. Even after I had the operations, I was in hospital once a year. Normally there was an ambulance. There was always yeah. something would happen every sort of six to 12 months whether it would be kidney problems yeah went on for a long time until I felt my body all adjusted and sort yeah. itself out um so yes yeah, so, and also I had to have so many drugs as a child and they could do scary things to you you know yeah. hallucinations and um you know hair growth and skin sensitivity and stunting your growth and just all sorts of things so like now I think I'm so blessed to still be alive I'd find I'd think it was just an insult to myself if I didn't look after my body because I think it's done it's looked after me well yeah it's bounced back from the brink so that's that a message for all of us to proper like, yeah I say that I've just had like a bowl of ice cream with Victoria <laughs> I, know, I, but you, I know but you know what it's like you do need to treat yourself from time to time don't you so what are your career highlights Haley? oh so definitely when I got the job on this morning and they used to have a little thing called the hub and, you know, viewers would, sort of, would answer questions, would, you know, be live. And yeah. just going to this morning and actually being in the studios and just being around absolute legends. I just couldn't believe it. I, I think I cried. I was like, how? No wonder, How does girl like me got here? And then also the travel. Um, I worked as a fashion stylist on The Bachelor dating TV show. And we worked around the world for three months. That's and, massive. Um, I really? burst into tears because we were we were filming in this island in the Bahamas on this private beach where um, the royals have stayed. And I just started crying and I thought, how have I ended up here? Like, what a contrast from not being able to walk to the shops and now working it. around the world. And you deserve it so and, much. And, and I just felt so grateful. So, yeah, that that was a highlight. Um, yeah, so there's, there's been loads. Amazing. Oh, Hayley, you've got uh, such an amazing story. Yeah. And the best is yet to come. And the best. Yeah. What, so what's the dream? Um, so I think I'd love to be on a long-running uh, mainstream sort of TV series like Place of Sun, Skate to Country, Country File, just some nice little data. I'm not interested in any of the big shows. I wouldn't want to be really famous but just one of those shows that's loved that yeah. runs and runs and runs yeah I'd love to I'd love to do something like that and just more of the more of the travel, travel presenting stuff. lifestyle fashion presenting maybe you know get um some shows onto Netflix Amazon Prime yes. that kind of stuff brilliant develop the fashion brand um hopefully we're, we're working towards design on our own ranges so I still have my love of fashion Wow. Just, just to get paid to do fashion and travel stuff and, you know, the ambassador and the influencer stuff is fun. And, yeah, just more of what I'm doing, I think. Oh, how more nice is that? Doing. That's so nice, isn't it? Oh, well, amazing. So, Victoria, you yeah, and I are yeah, starting yeah, a vlog together. Indeed. So, you <laughs> and I are going to have a very in-depth <laughs> chat and analysis of oh. all things Victoria Halliday. <laughs> Why don't we chat about this weekend? Yeah. Because we will do that. Uh-huh. Tell us about this weekend that you set up. So, obviously, we're all, oh, I love all my friends, and we're all friends together, so we just thought we'd set up a magical weekend in beautiful Scotland, and the girls arrived on Thursday night, and we went to the Blythswood Campton relaunch. Which was fantastic. It was good, Yeah, really good. Really <laughs> Sorry, good. Sorry, missed it. She came in late, um, so that was brilliant. We went to that, and then Friday morning the girls stayed at Malmaze on Thursday night, and on Friday we went down for a spectacular weekend at Turnberry. So that was BT Communications that I was dealing with for that. So they were amazing. And you are just amazing, <coughs> Becca, organising amazing things. Well, thanks. Mm. There's a whole <laughs> lot of amazing around Your you. Network uh, is incredible. Oh, You're you. such a people person. It's unbelievable. And we're doing our vlog, so tell tell me us a bit about that. <laughs> so our vlog, basically, Laura and I met five years ago. Five years? Yes. We were just talking about this when we were at Turnberry, because lucky for us, obviously, Laura and I are like, Laura's one of my best friends, but Mark, my husband, and Laura's husband, Lee, are best friends, so it's perfect. Thank Aww. God. Thank, Thank God, God for that situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are just saying, when we were away last weekend with you guys, um, we were camping, and... 
we ended up sharing a tent with them, long <laughs> story. Weird. But uh, it was their wedding anniversary, and I was like, to Mark, how weird that Laura and Lee were in our wedding, because I can't imagine any milestone now without them in it. Similarly, likewise. Oh, you know it's, it's so bizarre. That happens. So basically, that's when I met Laura five years ago and work. Um, she's broke off, obviously, and did Glasgow Girls Club. I am still with the lovely Fake Bait brand, which I'm Smashing hating business. Smashing it. Oh, and celebrity you. outreach. Yeah. Influencer outreach. Yeah. I love it. I've been with Sandra 11 years now. She's done amazing things with the brand, and it's just going from strength to strength, and I love being a right-hand person. Yes. So yeah, it's it's brilliant, and um, I love everything about Big Big Part of Big Big Family. Yes, and then the vlog, and then the vlog. <laughs> so basically, um, I'm really lucky. Obviously, I like to chat as I <laughs> and I like to connect with people. So kind of through connecting with people, I've been really lucky that I've been invited to some events. Um, like kind of out with Fake Bake yes. um, just people had started saying probably last year or the year before do you want to come along now so we started going Laura you were obviously invited as well and then we thought we're starting going to more and more nice things and also we've got the Instagrams and the Twitter and stuff but we thought it would be nice to document it Yeah. so <laughs> I think the difference between our blog is we're not very polished <laughs> <laughs> I think, no um, we're not so I think we'll keep it real we're honest yeah probably have to edit quite a lot because we swear in it we probably drink too much of that but um, yeah it's just real it's just it's real. real and what's it called because you it's, came up with the best so, name so um, obviously everybody that knows Laura knows of her beautiful pink trademark hair and I have blonde hair so it's a pink and a blonde with an unbreakable bond that's oh, I love it. it's good isn't it <laughs> it's so good so obviously it's the Glasgow Girls Club blog but that's the kind of but it's got its own identity. It's, a, it's got yeah. its own. So, yeah. So hopefully, we'll build up a bit of a following from that. <laughs> yeah, please, everybody. I'm okay. We'll go down to London and get these <laughs> yeah, guys in it. Bristol. So, I, but I think for us, we just have a laugh wherever we go. So, yeah. we have a laugh. We love meeting new people. We actually love traveling, but we love Scotland as well, and we love Glasgow. Yes. So, um, and I think Glasgow the last two years has really upped its game. It has. There's always so, something on. Yeah, always something on. New restaurants opening, new places to go. <laughs> we seem to be at the mall, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, God, you're shattered. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Turnberry was a phenomenal, and it was like, like it was one of those moments, kind of, who was saying earlier, like one of those moments when we were on the beach horse ride and I was like, God, this is one of these life moments. You could cry. Yeah, yeah, like it totally. was like, wow. And I could have cried with laughter and <laughs> sparkle. So oh, I got Jesus. a little bitch of a horse. <laughs> she was the only girl of the group and you could just tell. She, she couldn't be bothered. I was trying to tell her, nice girl, nice girl. And she was just like going back and clawing and poor big Bruce. Josie had a big beast of a Clydesdale <laughs> which was about what 10 hands more than Sparkle it's like a skyscraper <laughs> we laughed though because we all thought yeah. Beck was going to I know we all thought when we walked in there was four horses lined up and everybody was like oh Beck look at the size of him and I was like oh god he's going to be mine just because I carry weight and that and then they looked at Josie's height and was like <laughs> the Clydesdale's yours I was like result Josie was the <laughs> Beck was on the lovely striker <laughs> so I had a big gentle old boy called Striker he was lovely all the horses were lovely bar loris yeah. I, I know I just didn't want the girl to let go of it because Josie bless you you wanted to have, get let go and I was like no don't let go because Sparkle will literally <laughs> she'll put me off like yeah. we had a brilliant week we've had a really great time oh, and totally girls have moved so yeah. much and we're in for Santa just now and we're trying to say to the girls have haggis because the food in here is amazing have you had haggis on your trip at all? Quite a bit of noise. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, quite liked it, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Healy's vegetarian, yeah. so it's been a real, haggis real is good as well. Amazing. I can't thank you enough. It's been an amazing weekend. I always have a brilliant time when I come here anyway, because I feel like an adopted Ouija, but yeah. <laughs> I think you're definitely yeah, a sport. You definitely are. Yeah. You're great, they? Um, but I will say thank you to a bit thanks to Laura. Oh, no. I mean, oh, it's yeah, absolutely. Um they're very spiritual, so it's lovely to hang out with your Aww. spiritual selves because they the you my energy totally shifts when mm. I'm with you and it's um yeah you lift people up you don't yeah. realize you're both no, lifting yeah. people up. No, yeah. no thank you yeah. but thank you and you do, do you not up. think the more we talk about this a lot 
I'm thinking that more and more. I don't like being around people with a bad energy. No, really no. Do. Radiate is in drains. People yes. in drains yes. and radiate or radiate you, and you want to be around the radiators oh, and get rid of the drains. Yeah. And do you know what I love about all of us? Like we all talk big, big, big dreams. Big None dreams. of us flinch. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, like-minded, support each other. We all oh. genuinely want each other to do well, and other women to do well. And I of think that's yep. what's important. We're girls, girls, yeah. and yes. we like seeing every. Everyone succeeds, yeah, and I, I think that's just a nice. Like, I feel so lucky to be part of such a nice friendship Aww. group of women. Yeah. Lovely, we do all help each other out. Oh, we it's do, lovely. Of so good. Yeah. And I think that's what your club's doing. I think, oh, like, thanks. and I know you're you're not great at taking a compliment, <laughs> but I think oh I think your clubs come at the right time for everybody because there's so many businesses yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. That, and I can only assume, obviously, I'm part of a company, but. I can only assume it's quite lonely in business, so I think you yep. give a network to people that helps grow them, helps them feel supported, and hopefully helps like put their energy up because they're around good people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's always nice to feel part of something. So I think the club nice. you've created makes you've created like a little local community of mm-hmm. like-minded yes. business people and local people, and I think. It's nice to be part of something, isn't it? It's guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, face yeah. like a tomato. Pink top tomato. Thank you. Listen, guys, it's been lovely talking to you all. Thank, thank, you. thank you for having us. No, thank you thank so you. much for being in the podcast. That's been amazing. And then, Vic, I'm going to get you in this vlog lunches oh, for a deeper <laughs> insight into your life. So thank, thank you so much, girls. Bye.